Hey guys, before we get into the episode, you all know I'm a huge fan of fashion and I have been ever since I was a little girl. And my first job, by the way, was actually at Macy's. And my love for fashion began when I started there because I worked in the fragrance department, but of course my eye was always on the clothes and the makeup and everything related to style. But here's the thing, my relationship with Macy's didn't end once my days of asking people walking by if they wanted a sample of the latest scents came to an end. Nearly 20 years later, I still find myself choosing Macy's time and time again for literally everything. It's become a really beautiful full circle moment that they've been such amazing supporters of our show for so long. And when it comes to shopping, they have everything you need, whether I need a last minute outfit or Kevin needs a last minute outfit for our friend's wedding. We always head to Macy's. They've got us covered. So if you're in need of some retail therapy, perhaps, or looking to spruce up your home or your lifestyle, check out Macy's friends. I've curated a list of some of my favorite items that have helped me upgrade so many parts of my life, really my fashion the most, but of course home and baby and so much more. So check the link in the description and happy shopping Hill Squad. Hey everyone, it's Kelsey and Jeff, and we are here to tell you a bit about our partner Anchor. We know that you're a fan of this podcast and maybe you thought, hey, I want to make a podcast too. Well, we have great news for you guys. We want to tell you all about Anchor. It's the easiest way to make a podcast for a few reasons, but to start out, it's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many more. Plus, you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Do it, you guys, and enjoy the show. I'm on a journey to get better, and I want to do it with you. And I'm not just focusing on physical health. I'm focusing on everything, emotional wellness, spirituality, finances, relationships, and so much more. Every week, it will be my personal goal to bring us, the world's leading healers, experts, and game changers, to share groundbreaking secrets and tips to getting better in all areas of life. Getting better isn't easy, but it's a whole lot easier when we can do it together. Welcome to Better Together with me, Maria Menino. We're back to my music, guys, and I'm so happy. Welcome to Better Together. Happy Friday, everybody. It is October 2nd, 2020. Our quote of the day. What's the key to success? The key is there is no key. Be humble, hungry, and the hardest worker in any room, says Dwayne The Rock Johnson. That's pretty much what I would say, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you guys for joining us. Today, we're going to be featuring longtime producing partner to Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Hiram Garcia, to talk about how he and DJ shaped his career into becoming the world's most recognizable movie star. We're going to chat all about their new production that they're on the set of, Red Notice, how they're making um, the first kind of big movie yeah. since COVID. And Black Adam, which everyone's really excited about, and so much more. So I'm really excited for that. In the meantime, if you haven't joined us on YouTube, I say it every day, please join us. Click subscribe. You'll get notifications to let you know that we are on. And of course, uh, if you haven't joined us on Patreon, now is the time to do it. We're starting to bring in all of these amazing guests you're seeing on the main show into the Patreon for a deeper, more personal Experience. So we're doing these workshops um, and you have access to them and you can ask questions and, you know, be a part of these more intimate 
um, settings with these incredible uh, healers, gurus, thought leaders, you know, experts. So join us uh, if you click the link tree in my Instagram or the link tree in Better Together with Maria. You can join us very easily there. You just click the link. I know a lot of people are like, I don't know how to do this. It's crazy. And I get it. So we made it easy or Kelsey made it easy. Click the link and jump on in there. Um, I, um, I wanted to share something really funny. So since we're going to be talking about like inside the industry stuff today, um, I was learning about some inside the industry stuff. So, you know, how everything's obviously had to go go virtual, right? Mm -hmm. So, uh, fashion shows went virtual and I know like we saw Christian Siriano did his like fashion show in the backyard of his house or whatever. Um, there were fashion shows where celebrities got ready to sit front row, but from their living room (laughs) or their house and they got scripts that said, look left and laugh look right and be serious or like wave this way wave that way hold the wave (laughs) yeah like yeah i was like you're freaking joking me like think about that i would never ever think so what they do is then they edit it together and it looks like you know that you were watching this true virtual kind of fashion show experience and these are i'm not going to name names i'm not going to name designers like massive stars and massive um designers and they had to kind of do this whole Mm -hmm. thing which if i got that i would be like i'm not doing this this is crazy times but at the same time (laughs) you know this is what's going to keep everything moving forward so you have to but like how awkward would it be okay maria like this would be kelsey but like kelsey will you help me do this and she'd be like okay maria go ahead tell me what to do okay um look left laugh (laughs) <laughs> amazing, amazing. Keep laughing. Continue the laughing. All right, stop. Look to your right. Wave. Beautiful. Yes. Happy. Smile elegant. No smile. Smile. Okay. smile. Elegant. Yes. Okay. Looked. <laughs> I would die. When I heard this, I fell off my chair. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Unreal. But that was actually really good. Sorry. Like, I know you guys are doing it as a joke, but like watching both of you do that, I was like, wait, this is like kind of actually working. It worked. Yeah, I think, Maria, I, I love seeing you in actress mode. You know, people who are watching The Boys can see you there, but some, I know you're a great host. Sometimes I forget what a good actor you are. Oh, that my was God, really fun. thank you. Killer job, Yeah, that Maria. was really, really fun. <laughs> I wasn't even trying. You know, what's funny is when I was um, uh, in our interview with Jen and Jared Padalecki, mm. uh, Kevin called me later and he goes, that was an amazing Paris Hilton impress- impression. I go, what? And he goes, yeah. And I go, uh, he's like, even Jared said it, Maria. He's like, and he's like an actor. An actor, a thespian. Like a real trained actor. And he said it. And I go, I thought he was just kind of saying it to be nice. And he goes, no, he's like, I'm a director. It was really good. And I'm like, oh, I didn't even try. Hilarious. I mean, I did. I I can put myself in people's bodies and speak through them. Mm-hmm. So like, I must have just jumped right in really fast. Like sometimes it takes me a second to do it. I don't know. It's kind of a weird process. Does it make sense? Yeah. It totally does. Yeah. And I think that's the thing is with hosting, you have to turn it on too. Obviously, you're, mm-hmm. I don't know this a little bit because I host. You're not acting as a host. You have to be yourself. But there is a bit of an elevated yeah. element to it when you're on camera. So in some ways, you've prepped yourself for, you know, scripted on-screen performances. But it's something I know you love. And just as someone who works closely with you, I, I want to see you do more of it. It's Me really, really too. Fun. 
It's so funny. The amount of people who have told me, oh my God, I love Maria and the Mindy Project. That one specifically. Oh, I haven't heard that in a while. Oh, but yeah, the I Mindy got a Project. couple the other day, actually. I got to sing on the Mindy Project. That was hey. so fun. Yeah. It's a really fun scene. It's just, I know, you know, you've, you're, we're doing a million things, and I know you've got a long list of professional endeavors right now, but I just, I feel like I'm going to make sure acting's always on there because I just think you light up. It's really fun. Thanks. It is fun to be creative. Mm. I feel like the process is kind of uh, it's difficult for me because it's um it's pacing is so different than what I'm used to so so much sitting around yeah and I don't know like I don't know I mean I do really love it when I get to do it um but I never at some point I realized I don't think I can do this forever because I have a different purpose in my life yeah um, like it couldn't have been like a full time thing, but when I've gotten to do it, it was always such a great escape. Um, how I mean, like I think it makes sense for you to fly in and do these one day thing. Like the boys, such yeah. a, such a nice appearance for you, and I'm sure like they a ran thing a pretty here tight and there. Ship over like there. I would love to do something meaty, but like it's not, you know, it's not the ultimate. It's yeah. not my ultimate yeah. thing. Like at one point in my career, I thought that. When you're on the go 24-7 like me, guys, finding ways to make life easier is so important for my health and sanity. (laughs) And that's exactly what my friends at Macy's do for me. From working there as a teenager to now going to them for so many of my daily essentials, it's been my go-to for so many years. And having everything in one place is such a time saver for me. With being a first-time mom, for a while now, as you know, I've had plenty of those and being able to rely on them for all the things has been amazing. Plus having everything in one place has made being a new mom just a little bit easier for me. So I know we're all focusing on our families, our health, hopefully our jobs and everything in between, but it's time to make your life a little easier. And to help you out, I've curated all of my essentials from Macy's for you and the whole fam. All the details are in the show notes below, or you can just click the link in the description to get your hands on them too. I have some new picks on there. This little bomber jacket, this little black dress. You're going to love it. That was what I was going to do. Really? Yeah. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. I'm going to do movies and TV and whatever. Yeah. And then I was doing nightly news and the Today Show and Wow. I couldn't really figure out how to do many roles that weren't offensive to that mm. line of work. Yeah. So I remember telling my agents, yeah. I'm like, I can't be making out with people. I can't definitely can't be doing sex scenes. I can't be doing this. Like so it kinda narrowed on. a mm-hmm. lot down. That makes sense. And I really had such a deeper passion to do that. Yeah. Even though I think I am like a performer at heart as well. One hundred percent, yeah. Um, I it's just, I'm a confused human. I really like doing no. a lot of different things. I do. And that's why I always said I was going to, you know, get in this way and then I'm going to do everything. Uh-huh. And so. But like Jeff said, I think that there is an element. I mean, you're performing when you're hosting. Like not to a degree like an actor does, but to, to a little, like a little bit of a degree. So not, n- and not No, not you. Like I'm saying when you're on the carpet, you have to kind of like. Yeah. Right. So it's like you always, you have that. And that's why you're special because you have a different way of doing it, right? You actually connect with people. So mm-hmm. you're performing, performing, but it's an authentic. Is it, is that, yeah, does right. that make sense? I think that's 100% right. It's the listening thing. Yeah. And because that's what actors say. Acting is listening. Like mm-hmm. act, it's just being there. And I will say, I consider myself a growing host. I mean, like I'm yeah. obviously on this show being such an honor, but the, when you watch hosts who aren't doing a good job, it's be, simply because they're not listening. 
They're thinking ahead to their next question. They're thinking, how do I look on camera right now? And I think the connection between your hosting and your acting is your really high bar focus on listening to the person that's in front of you. Mm -hmm. That's what I think. Boom. Boom. Did I have my second episode of The Boys air yet? You know, I went back to watch it and at least what IMDb said, I didn't see your scene, so I wonder if they moved it. Oh, what if I got We'll have cut? to go back and see. You didn't get cut. I don't know. I'll cry. <laughs> I'll cry. <laughs> I don't even remember what the other scene was now. I need well, to watch. I, Laura and I are watching it, so we'll keep you posted. Okay, cool. I can't watch it until I get home. And I know, watch she won't Kevin. watch it with me. Kev said she's not. A, well, you're allowed to rewatch season one with me. I don't want to go back and watch, oh, rewatch something I've already watched. Fine. Yeah. Fine. It's hard enough to actually get to watch any of the viewing I want to watch. That's true. Um, although, if anything, I would rewatch aside from The Gladiator and Miracle and Rocky and The Wizard of Oz and Shit's Creek. I, I wouldn't rewatch that either oh, because I would every day of my life. No, it's it's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. Thanks for the shout out, guys. Um, but I think uh, I would probably rewatch The Boys because it was so layered. Mm. It's so good. So you'll pick up different and new things. Oh yeah, it's like fun. Breaking Bad. If you if I watched mm. that again, I would pick up new things that totally. I didn't pick up the first time. It's so layered. So um, fun. Well, guys, um, if you're fans of the show, you know that. Uh, I've been talking about Thrive Market because I'm a super fan and I've really loved partnering with them over the last few weeks. But this is our last week for our campaign. So listen up. Of course, um, Thrive has made healthy living easy for me. And of course, it can for you as well. I get all my organic pantry staples, beauty, clean beauty products, non-toxic home goods right at my fingertips. One-stop shop. Thrive Market features only the highest quality products. Um, I just reordered recently on my order and I get all my goodies for cheaper because I have a benefit. So there's a small membership fee, but you get bulk prices. So there's the benefit on upscale items. You get 25 to 50% off of retail and those savings add up. So if you go to thrivemarket.com backslash better together, check it out. First timers are going to get a free gift up to $24 in value. Was it $24? Yeah, $24. And if you're already a Thrive member, it still helps us here on the show if you go through our landing page. Just make sure you're already logged in and just go to thrivemarket.com backslash better together and shop away. And of course, we will get a little bit of love for that. So thank you. And I know you guys have been really curious over the last month about what I've been talking about. If you haven't taken that step, it's super easy. The link to my landing page is the top line of this episode description. So even clicking that link to drive traffic to the site, you really help the show. Take 30 seconds. Just click that link in the description. Check it out. You guys will really love it. I really, really, really love it. And I'm really grateful now that I've been here in... uh Connecticut with less options or very few options. It's been really nice to get everything delivered to my doorstep like I do with all my other stuff. I online shop for everything. Mm -hmm. So it was nice to be able to find all my kind of higher quality health products and clean beauty products there. So check it out. um, And we're grateful for that. So that's that. That we are. So let's get to our interview. All right, guys, I'm so excited to chat with Hiram Garcia. He's a Cuban-American film producer, photographer, president of production at Seven Bucks Productions. He's been Dwayne The Rock's 
<laughs> Dwayne The Rock Johnson's producing partner since his involvement in Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle, Jumanji, The Next Level, has made him one of the top Hollywood producers today. Uh, Hiram, thank you so much for being here today. I know you guys are on set in Atlanta. We are. Thank you so much for having me. It's uh, so nice to talk to you again. We're we're here. We're shooting away in Atlanta. We're back into it and, and excited to be going. So you guys are shooting Red Notice, right? Yes. This this you know Gal Gadot person. Yep, yep. little Gal Gadot, little, little Gal Ryan Gadot. Reynolds. Uh, <laughs> it's a it's 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 a good it's a good squad, and uh, we're shooting it with Netflix. And you know we had gotten shut down right before covid um you know we were halfway through and then you know uh we shut down for a little bit but now we're back up and running i'm really excited we had to reconfigure some things obviously um you know we made sure safety was a priority and that took pretty much the the five months we were shut down all of that period of time to figure out a production plan to get us back up and running but we reconfigured some things we're finishing stuff up now on stages and and we're really fired up and you know how it is it through chaos a lot of times greatness comes and mm-hmm. i think some of the creative decisions we were forced to make has actually put us in a better place so so fingers crossed we're feeling good that's so cool so you guys had you started filming and you had to stop Yes, yeah. We were we were shooting in Atlanta. We were doing all our stage work here. And ironically, we were going to go to Italy uh, <laughs> to shoot. So it was literally right. I remember that first weekend when the first case popped up in Italy and then it just it just all started to bubble, bubble. And by that Monday, uh, we were like, all right, we need to start figuring out how to pivot. And then everything kind of uh, we all know where, where everything went from there. Yeah. Wow. So my friend Dimitri was here this weekend and he um, is a hair and makeup artist to, you know, the stars. Sure. And he was telling me how much money people are spending on COVID police on set. Like there are COVID police officers to make sure people are standing six feet away from each sure. other. I was sure, learning sure. so much <laughs> and the COVID tests and how expensive they are. So yeah. When you look at the cost of filming now, like what does that look like for a movie like Red Notice? And if you can say, I don't even know. I'm just curious at, sure. at that. And then also what the precautions are like on a set. I feel like everybody wants to know what it really looks like. Well, it's look, it, it, it took months, like I was saying, to come up with a plan and the protocols filming we've never done anything like this and that's what's really so interesting about it is you know most of us have experienced you know you spend years cutting your teeth and doing productions and so forth no one's ever encountered anything like this so it's very much um all in process you're learning but it is intense and it requires a lot to ensure uh the safety of the crew and the cast and we know this thing can spread like that like one second it's everywhere so it's all about just putting you know putting yourself in a position to make sure everyone's safe that everyone feels good that the the crew feels safe coming in that the actors feel safe going on set and so everything like you're saying from testing to new departments set up to not so much police but assist in terms of because you're you know you have a million things you're always thinking about the creativity of the movie just the creative process making the best movie but now you also have to think about the protocols the safety of it, the measures, the distance, and so forth. So there's an entire new team that we've established for us that is there to help us with it. 50 new members that are spread out throughout set to just help and remind Whoa. and and hold and up. Keep, Did you just say 50, five, yeah. zero? 50, yeah, yeah, 50, 50 members um, that are, you know, because we have a giant crew. We have, you know, we're, we're well over 300 people on our movie just here on location. So um, you need it. 
you need that kind of help. And holy shit! Uh, Wait, you have three hundred crew members and fifty coronavirus people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> holy shit! Now I know what that does to a budget. Yeah, yeah. It's it's no joke. It's no joke. And <gasps> and it is. And look, we're we're very fortunate that this project is with Netflix, and they are at the forefront of it. I mean, they have been all in on whatever it takes to do this right and to do it safe. And they've been unbelievable partners. And from the moment it's happened, because when you start getting these curveballs thrown, like you're saying, you know, it really, it does affect your budget in a way. But when you have a partner like Netflix and who's standing right by you um, and has allowed us to do what it takes, we haven't, you know, not, not cutting any corners, which is key on something like this, and especially for us to be the first giant production back in the United States, it's a big deal. So, um, you know, we take that serious and, and, and we've been very successful on it. Knock on wood, things have been going great. And, you know, we're, we're getting into our third week now of filming and it's, it's really gone well. Wow. So this is the first big production. Yeah. Wow. I, first yeah. of all, I am such a Gal Gadot fan. I'm such a Ryan Reynolds fan. <laughs> Obviously I'm such a rock fan. I always know what the rock is cooking, <laughs> but, um, that's pretty crazy to be the first and yeah. probably a lot of pressure on you as a producer. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. It, it, look, it's, it's a ton of pr- uh, pressure and, and, but I got to tell you, our team has been such rock stars and like our line producer and our production staff. I mean, this is the ultimate level of producing. Like, you know, you, it's almost like, it seems like what we were doing before us kind of easy. This is, it's a whole new game. And, and, you know, every day we just really give kudos to, to Netflix, to our line producer, to our production managers, because you're just never prepared for this. No one's as much as we try and prepare in this business for everything. Yeah. You never prepare for a world, a global pandemic that is going to hit and it's going to change the landscape of how you do everything. So um, it's really, it's really required you to exercise new muscles. And it also requires you to take a step back because in production, and as you know, this, we come up in a philosophy of we just get it done. Yeah. It doesn't matter. We're going to do it. And mm-hmm. like, you have to pause now because it's not just, Oh, we'll just get it done. It's like, how do we do this safely and how let's make sure we can do it right and ensure the safety of everyone and then we'll get it done. And it's yeah. just a little bit of reconfiguring now because we're always ready to run through a wall. Um, and that's not the case anymore. Now we have to really, you know, check all our, 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 uh, our boxes and cross our dots and T's and all. All right, friends, let's talk about something we all do. Snack. Trust me, I've definitely overindulged in the past, but as you know, I am focused on my health these days. And I think I found the healthier snack that you don't have to lose out on the flavor. And it's definitely become my go-to. It first came into the house because of Kevin. He was obsessed with wonderful pistachios. And then I got addicted. And now it's in my travel bag. I don't leave home without it. It's in our glove compartments because they don't melt. Right now, my favorite flavor is the sweet chili flavor. It feels like some of the naughtier kind of snacks I used to use where I used to lick my fingers after. Now I lick them and I feel safer. Um, Plus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. That's crazy, guys. So if you're looking for the perfect snack, trust me and head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com to snag a bag of Wonderful Pistachios. You're going to love them. You know, that all those sayings you want to use yeah. to make sure we're doing everything right. So I had heard on some productions, like I think it might have been soap operas that were first coming back. People were wearing masks as background actors. Is that something that you guys are doing, too? Depending on what the scene is and depending what's happening, for uh, for sure. You know, we actually have some scenes that actually lend to that that work well. But but, you know, PPE is on everywhere all the time. And it's not until that moment of filming 
that you know our our you know our actors remove it and then they do the scene and then they pop it right back on but there is we're really you know everywhere across the board ppe is mandated um and yeah. you know it just it just is another level of protection just to ensure that nothing can ever slip by but even like on screen you'll see people in masks is what i've heard it depends really what it is i mean look there's you know, we, we haven't had anything like that yet, but there's situations where you have a conversation of, yeah, do we paint that out? Like, do you, are they far enough out of the scene that, yeah, they're wearing it? And then in post, you can just kind of paint that away and not deal with it. I mean, all those things, literally every version of what you can imagine of, can we get away with this to do it? And can they, you know, how can we comp this and shoot things separate? Um has been explored and there's going to be situations where I'm positive that you'll see people in the background who have masks. You won't realize it when the final product, but they'll mm -hmm. just get scrubbed away in post. So what have you found to be the kind of positive spins that you've been able to take because of COVID as a producer on like the hugest movie? Well, I think, look, I think the positive spins would be just efficiency, right? You realize how much you can still get done with all these restrictions. So just oh. being able to function from home right so there's always a an idea of like let me get right in front of the person let's fly over there let's do it and you realize like we're doing zoom is effective mm -hmm. <laughs> you know zoom's effective you can do a lot you can continue to push the business you can continue to develop um and you can do it from having to work from home if you have to you know there yeah. there's a when there's a will there's a way and i think it's really showed in our business the resourcefulness of everyone has stayed very busy very focused on trucking forward and even if we can't be in the same room you know we have we have a tv show getting ready to, to go um and you know as well you're doing those round tables and you're doing them virtually whereas you typically would always you know the idea is you got to be in the same room and you got to break stories no, we're doing it via virtually, we're doing it via Zoom, and it's not ideal, but it's getting done, and the product is still really good. So mm -hmm. I think it's just shown us that um, despite whatever obstacles are coming, that there's still a way we can still continue to move forward. We can keep everyone working. Um, and, you know, and also along the way, you realize, hey, maybe there's some some more cost-effective ways that we can go about things that might have been a little bit more expensive before because we were trying to stay traditional way. And let's be right face and face. Let's everyone fly in, do this. It's yeah. not ideal, but hey, we can do it from afar. Yeah, I know. It was funny. After brain surgery, I started doing Zoom meetings with people because I'm like, I'm healing. I don't have time to run my ass around town. Yeah. And it's yeah. really not effective when you're trying to heal from a massive surgery. So I started yeah. doing Zooms and I realized, Hiram, that it was so much more fun. Oh, yeah. You're not having to run into buildings, get passes, park, get lost have traffic and all the bullshit everybody yeah. says. I'm like, traffic? Yeah. There's no excuse for traffic. Yeah. <laughs> you just have to account for it, everybody. But anyway, yes. Um, and people were kind of like weirded out by it at first. And I've always been a FaceTimer because I feel like the phone is so archaic now where yeah. I need to see you. And yeah. people yeah. are like, oh my gosh, you're invading my privacy. I don't want to, I don't yeah. want to have to. But now it's the norm. And it was funny. Yes. Like I was a little ahead of the curve because of my circumstances. But sure. I do feel like life is changing for the better in our industry because, listen, if you want to win in our industry, you got to go hard. And you work 100%. for someone who goes hardest, yes. okay? So you know a pace that most people couldn't even imagine. Sure. Um, and, and I feel like what this is doing is it's going to help people even like a you know, a Dwayne who is so used to operating on such a high level, be able to preserve himself a little bit more. Yeah. Right. And it's, it's sure. helping everybody look at 
a better way of living, right? Like we were talking about work-life balance and all this stuff. And really, it's really hard to create a work-life balance when you're trying to win at something that everyone wants to win at and only 1% will, right? So you got to throw that away if you want to, if you really want to win. But now for that, that group, it doesn't have to be as, you know, as much. Yeah. No, I, I love what you're saying. And, and, it, and it's very true. I think this is one of those things. I mean, look, it, and I, I feel like this across businesses in general, how many people are reevaluating? Do we need this office space? Do we need that overhead for an office space where we're really functioning at a high level with everyone working at home? Like there's just better ways to do it. And like you said, change is always going to come, right? I think when you look at the film business, we were already feeling change in terms of theatrical, right? Like mm-hmm. what are people wanting to go to theaters to see? What are people wanting to see at home? Mm-hmm. Uh, this has just accelerated that. There's always been a version on the horizon of PVOD. What was that gonna mean when something was, was released straight so that people could just order it on demand, right? Like those changes were coming. And you know, the truth is, is in, in a business like this, you always have two choices. You can either fight the change and get left behind mm-hmm. or just, Get on board with it because change is always going to happen. And yep. if you're on board with it, you roll with it, you adjust, you learn, and you stick with it. So I, I, there's a lot of things I thought that were accelerated, but we're on the forefront. We've always known the theatrical model was going to start to adjust. It doesn't mean that theatrical is going to go away. Mm-hmm. It just means as content providers, you need to start understanding what do people want to see in theaters, what is worth their time in a theater, and what do people want to see at home. There's still a place for all of it. And also, you know, things that maybe that might have worked in theatrical, maybe people are happy to just receive it straight at home and they'll buy it on day one. Doesn't mean it has to go straight to a streamer. So it's it's about just staying light on your feet, but embracing the change because it's going to come. And so either you hold on to it and you're a part of it or you just get left behind and you're the one going, why are you guys not doing this anymore? <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. we got to just stick with it. Just stick with it. And if you do, I think this this it's really, we've, we've been propelled forward in these last five months in a big way where it's like, it's a fast forwarding process of what happened. And now we're really seeing what was coming anyway. Yeah. Um, you've worked with some really cool people. Yeah. Is there someone on the list that you want to work with? I mean, you know, there's look, there's a, there's so many actors we admire that we'd love to work with, you know, I'd love, you know, huge fans like Chris Pratt, uh, Bradley Cooper, Scarlett Johansson, um, you know, uh, I mean, it's the, the list goes on and on. I think there's, there's, we always have a, a, this pool of like, God, it would be great to partner with them, whether on a project for them, whether on something with DJ, but that's one of the fun things about our business, right? Is like, you get to work with uh, really talented, special people. And then there's some that you come away from, like, you know, when I think of, you know, like Jungle Cruise, you know, for the first time meeting Emily Blunt, where we were trying to get her onto the film to bringing her on board and to just realizing not only is she arguably the ta- most talented actor on the planet, but she is, she's just like DJ. She is like, she's busting your chops and she's witty and she's funny. Mm-hmm. And can, the minute she hears your voice, five minutes later, she's doing an impersonation. And you're just, her and DJ elevated the set of Jungle Cruise so much where he had met this perfect counterpart. It's like with, with him and Kevin, with him and Kevin work together, oh it just God, yes. radiates energy down through set where it's just fun. And so I think when you can find you know, talent like that, that not only are they talented, but they just have that outlook on life where they're just, they're appreciative, they're happy, they're joyful. Then it just makes the production that much better because we know 
any, any, anything in this business is hard to get done and to make, and we work hard hours, but when your leaders, when your stars of the movie are generating that, radiating that positivity and that kindness, um, it just makes it so much better and you create a family environment. And look, at the end of Jungle Cruise, when we wrapped, it was like the end, of, it was like high school graduation, like everyone's crying, Aww. it was like, it was a real family and you don't get that all the time. So when you do, it really stands out in your mind. Um, so that's also why we try and do repeat business. Once we find someone we like, life's too short with how hard we work. Like, let's yeah. work with them again. It's so much fun. Let's do something else with Kevin. Let's do something else with Emily. You know, it's like as best we can. It's yeah. uh, th- Those are the goals. Yeah. I remember Adam Sandler always had his crew because that's probably who he had the most fun with. Oh, um, uh, yeah. You run a massive production company. So as president of uh, Seven Bucks, I wonder what advice you would have to people who want to enter this industry right now? Look, I mean, I think, and it's, it's how I approach it too. If you want to get into the industry, the great thing about our business is that there is no set way in, right? There's a million entry points. It's all just about determination, resilience, um, and your work ethic, right? And so uh, I've always believed that there's a version of being able to take a step back before you move forward. So, you know, a lot of times when you first go in, when I first did my first job in, in terms of PAing, you know, I, I PAed in commercials in, in Miami, my first job, I didn't get paid. You know, it's just like, look, let me just prove myself. I'll go in here. I'll do whatever you want. I'll sweep. I'll... I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's frizzy Maria. My mom would say in her Greek accent, Tiejis, what do you have? I tried so hard to find her products. I wish I could share these products I'm using now with her because I know she would be so happy to finally have good hair days. I've always believed that hair is a woman's best accessory. And with Way's new anti-frizz cream, you can ensure that your hair always looks its best without the frizz stealing the spotlight. It's a lightweight cream that not only provides immediate frizz control, but also helps prevent heat damage. And get this, it lasts up to 72 hours. That's three whole days of frizz-free, gorgeous hair. Way seriously has some of my favorite products for taming the frizz. Pro tip, one of my biggest discoveries is using the Way hair oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished. I don't even need to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to the Way, dot com and enter the promo code Heel Squad for 15% off any product. That's the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, promo code Heel Squad. Trust me, you won't regret it. Mop or do whatever. Just let me show you that I have a work ethic and I'm willing to learn. And I did that job for free. It was brutal. <laughs> it was a brutal couple <laughs> days. Uh, you know, they they take as much advantage as they can. They're like, well, he's working for free. But then at the end of that, you know what? They're like, you know what? Let me recommend you. There's another commercial going. I'm going to pass you on to that production manager and they'll give you a shot and you get yourself in. So uh, I think it's just be willing to to open yourself and and and. Um, be humbled by like, you may have to intern, you may have to work for free for a couple jobs or something like that, but it will pay off. And then be ready to get smacked down again, because several times I thought I've made a big step forward, I achieve a little bit of success and I get knocked down 10 feet further and then you gotta climb back up, but it's the process, you know, it's like thick skin um, and pushing forward. But the biggest thing I always say with this business, and Maria, you were mentioning before, there's a million people trying to do Mm -hmm. what we wanna do, right? You're competing is, I think no matter what, when you have a dream like this, your dream can, no one can ever tell you that your dream is done. They can't, like no one will ever understand what it takes, what we have in ourselves to have such a lofty dream. You know, it's like, and a lot of people, they can't relate to that. So you just always have to know you're the only one who can actually say, you know what, 
I think this probably isn't the path. Don't ever let anyone else tell you that. It's mm-hmm. like, you're, no one's ever going to be able to believe as much as you believe. They're never going to have the confidence as much as you do. And they're never going to know what's inside you as well as you do. So push forward. And it's okay if you choose not to pursue the dream. Just make sure that you're the one who tells yourself not to keep going. Never let anyone else. Great, great advice. I have to say, um, I know we're starting to run out of time, but uh, I loved your book. Uh, thank you so much. And as I was going through it, I saw, um, you know, photo of Dwayne coming back to WWE and you telling the story about how his team didn't want him to be in wrestling. Yeah. And I didn't realize his team didn't want him to be in wrestling and um, and that that was a thing, right? Because I know it's important to distinguish yourself but to sure. forget it, like it's always so crazy when an actor that we loved for a certain show really wants to separate themselves and never speak about that role. It's like it just breaks so many hearts. Yeah. Um, and so for a diehard wrestling fan like myself, <laughs> like if The Rock never came back, right? The Rock always comes back. Finally, The Rock yes. has come yeah. back to Boston. <laughs> right? Key catchphrase. Yeah, if key The catch Rock phrase. hadn't come back, I would have been crushed. But I yeah. actually had the good fortune. I don't know if you know this. Kelsey, do you have the photo queued up that yes. Steven sent? <laughs> I had the good fortune of coming into WrestleMania for my, my first and only match at WrestleMania. It was my third wrestling match in the WWE on his return. To WrestleMania. Right. Oh, well, I was going to correct you because you said wrestling fan, but I was also going to say and wrestler. Thank you. You can't leave out the fact. I mean, you you performed, my friend. You this are is a, a good point. Well, this so. is a good point. I literally was like, okay, I'm, I'm doing Dancing with the Stars. I'm, you know, hosting extra. I'm doing all this stuff. And I'm like, holy shit, I have busted ribs. My, she- my feet are shattered from Dancing with the Stars. I had seven stress fractures, Amy. Hiram. And oh I told my husband, I go, I-, I can't go wrestle. Are you crazy? He goes, you're going to wrestle <laughs> and you did i go do you and love you me did. like i could impale myself like what I, I don't think i can do this he goes if you don't do this you're gonna regret it for the rest of your life you will be yeah. fine and so i remember knowing that the rock was coming back i'm like this is gonna be epic and so i caught him i got that photo i went in it was amazing the highlight of my whole life and my husband's right as always he always knows um but yeah, it's it's interesting because I had similar things after I did my first. People were like, "Okay, cool, that was fine, that was like a fun thing," um, but you can't do it again. I'm like, "Why? If something yeah. speaks to my heart and I like authentically love it, why am I going to stop doing it? Because you're going to pass a judgment on me that now people are going to think I'm a wrestler girl or whatever." I'm like, "I don't care what they think. I freaking love yeah. this." It, it's so it's so true. I love that you said that because it's and you said it exactly. Why? Why can't you? Why can't you do all the things you're doing? There's especially there's there's nothing malevolent in anything you're doing. It's all good stuff and it's fun and you're mm-hmm. you're pursuing dreams and people are enjoying it. And and I think that's what we were always encountered where it just got to a point where we said, Well, just why? Why can't we? Why can't we have a dream of saying, you know what, we want to go do something huge for the fans and break records and do something that's never been done before yeah. and do movies and do the like why can't we do it all? And yeah. um and we did, we realized we could, and we we aligned it so that we could pursue the dreams. And look, and if we're gonna miss, fine. If you if you you end up failing, great. That's what we do. We swing for it. But if you win, like we did, we end up making a super memorable moment mm-hmm. for the fans, something for us that we were super proud of. That run was crazy, and working with John Cena was so much fun, and all culminating in something huge in Miami in our hometown. I mean, 
that's what it's all about, right? Yep. So it's, I think that's one of those things, again, where you always want to try and align yourself with people who just share into your vision. Because the truth is, is in the world that we work in, to be here is one of those impossible dreams anyway. So we're so fortunate to be here. Keep dreaming and like align yourself with people who believe in that because you can do it. Anything is possible. Go for it. If you fail, hey, you fail. You move on. But yeah. um, but don't let that prevent you from swinging, right? Yeah. On to the next. You know, yeah. the book was great because you really get to see your friendship and, and of course, Dwayne's like kind of entire journey, right? Um, and I love how Danny and all of you stayed close through everything. Yeah. Um, it's a testament to who he is, obviously, sure. to be able to maintain all of those relationships and now yeah, own the XFL yeah. with his ex-wife and all of yeah, this stuff. Yeah. It's crazy, amazing. Um, and, and so seeing the photos and, and the tidbit stories along the way was really fascinating. Um, I wonder, you know, lastly, um, what is maybe the biggest lesson you think you've learned from him? I know you've learned a lot because he's, I mean, he's going to probably be running for president in the next cycle, I'm sure. Sure. But, (laughs) you know, so you obviously are learning a lot from him and he can do it all. He He can. can Oh, for sure. For sure. I see it now. It's going to happen. But, um, you know, what do you think has been the most impactful lesson for you? You know, I I always I I tested to two things, I think that I would say one is definitely work ethic. I mean, it's, you know, um, I I kind of equate it back to something simple of, you know, I remember one time asking him is like, hey, man, why don't you use a trainer? You know, and he's simply he just said he's like, because no trainer can push me as hard as I can push myself, you know, and I thought it was Mm -hmm. so um, defining for him. It's his work ethic and both him and Danny, I've both learned so much in terms of just an incredible work ethic and a hunger of you work like tomorrow's not going to be there. And that really trickles down through our company, which I've loved. Um, And I think the other thing I've always learned from him, and it's actually comes back to the business uh, of the wrestling business is he's always had this macro view of as hard as it can be. We all have ego, right? You can't help it. And there's just certain things, a little thing. It's like, Oh, well, why, why isn't, why, why don't I win in this moment? I, I should win. People want me to win always rising above and remembering what's best for the business. And sometimes it requires you to like, say, you know, in a wrestling term, it's like, yeah, I'm going to put this guy over. I'll, I'll let him win. It's like, and I'm going to be the best version of the heel. Me winning isn't, isn't, isn't any a testament to me. It's just, it's what's best for the business. And I think we approach our entire industry and everything we do with that. There's a lot of times where you have to make decisions where, just for a second, your ego picks in. It's like, what about me? You're like, no, it's about the business. What's the best thing for the business? And ultimately, that's always going to make everyone win in a mm-hmm. big way. So I've always loved that about him. I've always marveled because I remember being a young wrestling fan when I would just help him out with with dialogue and stuff and not very smart to business and be like, man, you should be winning here. And he's like, and he would teach me to be like, man, this isn't, it's not what it's about. It's so it's about what's the best version of this for the show what's going to help the business the most what's going to make my opponent look good and then ultimately make me look good and then we all win and i've carried that with me always and there's a lot of times where sometimes that gets tested and then you try and take a step back fifty thousand foot perspective and when you do what's best for the business you're dealing in right there you always ultimately win most and 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 i really love that i learned that from them i love that i remember reading that like no trainer would ever push me in your book and i was like oh my god and like, this is insane <laughs> i'm like but but what's interesting is and i mean i could talk to you for probably hours because you yes know, i know this common is so fun. points but like i know i have to end 
but the, the I, at some point I want to get into the dialogue stuff because I just think it's fascinating yeah. that you were a part of all that. That's just insane because there's probably never been anyone better on a mic. Okay, we'll leave that there. Um, oh my God. I mean, uh, yeah. Uh, oh my God. He was so good. Okay. Um, I will and- tell you, I will tell you one quick story. One okay. quick fun story. My, my favorite memory of it, probably of all that, and we, we've been able to do some great things, but I remember when we were working against John and, uh, and, you know, that rivalry was intense, especially that first one, there was, you know, we were doing things a little different than on both sides. Uh, but I remember the WWE dropped on us. So like, all right, you guys are going into Cleveland and, you know, just drop on you. We need you to do a rock concert hour 45 minutes hour live in front of the cleveland audience <laughs> just knock it out of the park and you know at first you're like yeah great whatever and then you're like what are we gonna do like can you learn as a first-time mom of the baby i'm always on the go whether it's running errands getting my coffee going to doctor's appointments or just spending quality time with little athena and that's why i rely on wonderful pistachios to keep me fueled and ready for anything no matter where i am kevin even keeps us bag stashed in the nursery <laughs> you know, for the nighttime hunger moments. Wonderful pistachios comes in a variety of flavors and sizes, making them the perfect snack to have literally any time, whether I'm enjoying them during a quick break in between taping this show or I'm on the go and it's in the diaper bag. I do carry it in my travel bag and they're in my car. At this point, when I'm leaving the house, I think keys, wallet, wonderful pistachios. (laughs) Bonus, wonderful pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts with six grams of protein in every one ounce serving. So on top of all that, They keep me feeling satisfied. I'm energized while I'm juggling all this crazy stuff in life. Next time you're looking for a convenient and guilt-free snack, head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com and stock up on your favorite flavors today. Minus the sweet chili. A song in a night? Like, what song are you going to learn? And and I just remember that night. It was me. It was him. It was Brian Gewertz, who, you know, who was, you know, former head writer of WWE and just kind of having a blast coming up with the most ridiculous rhymes and songs and you know, to stay up till like 3 a.m. doing it that night and then to go uh, into the arena the next night, watch him perform it live. And it's one of those things you don't get as much in film and TV because, you know, you make it, you polish it, you put it through post, you test it. WWE, you know, you have one shot. You go live, that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, and to be able to go out in the fans, uh, among the fans, and just watch him go in front of that that arena in Cleveland and light up the crowd and everyone be in the palm of his hand and singing along to, uh, you know, our our very bad version of Jailhouse Rock with these absurd lyrics. Um, it was one of my favorite memories because we killed ourselves putting it together and then for the next night to be able to go out and experience the joy of the crowd and the ridiculous stuff that he was saying about John and then John was crushing him in his rap. Uh, that was a crazy time in our history. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna go back and watch that. that. That's the easiest one, but if you ever go back and watch that- I'm gonna. I'm going to, you know why, like, here's the thing. This is why I've always had such a deep admiration and respect for wrestlers. The humility they have, the the talent they have that was underrated for such a long time. And for so long, I was like the champion screaming out there and being like, guys, you're missing the boat. Like, yeah. they can perform to a crowd of 30,000 people and hold them in the palm of their hand. And they know how to yeah. switch gears in a second if it's not working. They memorize monologues that most actors couldn't even attempt. Oh, yeah. And... Oh. They're 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 off the cuff and impromptu, like doing so much while they're having to be athletes, oh. while they're putting their bodies on the line 360 days a year. Oh and then God. when they're exhausted, they're backstage with, you know, any charitable organization that's there giving yeah. them all their time. They are incredibly talented performers. And now what's yeah. great is you get to see them breaking through now. 
um, you know, with, you know, The Rock is such a great example. And it's it's so cool to watch. um, And and I'm so happy to see everybody just succeeding and having that path be is a lot clearer now. Yeah, Um, I love it. Agreed. So so and before I let you go, I have to ask Black Adam. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I mean, people will murder me if I don't ask Black Adam. That's that. That's our baby. And it's, uh, you know, we love all our babies. All our films are babies. But we are especially excited about that one. And we have such big visions. Look, I'm the biggest comic nerd. My whole dream, like if there's one thing I always said I had to do, I had to make a superhero movie. Right. Mm -hmm. And 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 this is Black Adam and what we're planning to do with that universe, um, with all the characters we're introducing in the Black Adam universe and to uh, take a force of nature like Black Adam and just stick him right in the middle of the DC universe uh, that's completely going to upend the hierarchies of power because he is, I mean, he is powerful and he is vicious and he has all that kind of rock swagger you'd want in terms of a guy who's got that chip on his shoulder and from what he's come from. But, um, you know, we're going to start filming that next year, probably first quarter. Uh, we have huge ambitions for it and, and we are going very strong in it. So, I mean, DJ's literally been training for that movie, I want to say for a year now. He's physically... Like, I mean, we've seen him. He's a beast all the time. Yeah. He comes in and I'm like, Jesus, brother. I mean, your traps have traps and uh, <laughs> and everything is like, I'm just training for Black Adam. I'm just training. I mean, he's so fired up for it. And uh, and our script is is spot on. We're, uh, we're, we have big ambitions for it. So I can't wait for you to check it out. You got to come visit us when we're shooting that next year. I think you'll, you'll love it and see uh, all the cool technology we're doing to really bring that world to life. I will, for sure. I know. I yeah. saw him on Instagram in that tight blue shirt. Oh, and he, I was like, wait, is this even like possible? Like, there's yeah. no way. He's like wearing like a costume. Like, how can a body even yeah. do that? His body was... <laughs> already insane now i understand he's training for this it's like it was like a next level kind of thing i'm telling you i'm like why doesn't my thigh master get me those results i'm killing myself (laughs) nothing's coming nothing's going on um yeah it's, it's it's been really fun and uh uh and i think when you see it you know i think to be a part of the dc universe and um it's what we've always wanted and and we just we're going to do some big stuff in there. Yeah. I love it. Well, Hiram, thank you so much for your time. I know you guys are really, really busy there on the set of Red Notice. Um, good luck. And, thank uh, you so much. And we'll we'll talk soon. Tell, tell Dwayne I say hello. Will do. And thank you so much for having me. Let's do this again. Uh, yeah, I would love that. It was a lot of fun. And, uh, and I will pass on the love for sure. What a great insight into what's going on in the biz right now. So thank you so much. And of course, if you guys want to see his new photo book, The Rock can be found in the link in the bio on his Instagram at hhgarcia41. Um, so you can find uh, that in the summary of this as well. We'll just put it in there so it's easy for you guys. Um, Hiram, thank you so much. Have a great day. Thank you, guys. Take care. Be safe over there. You too. Bye-bye. How fun. I It's so cool to get to hear like so how the filming is going, and I've been forgetting to mention all the things yeah. that I've been learning along the way about what's going on on these 50, sets that are starting to come back. 50. 50 additional people. Like, yeah. Like the set wasn't insanely crowded enough back before COVID. Like, yeah. yeah. Insanity. Yeah, he was. It awesome. just makes me. It makes me so hopeful. Like, I'm so glad to hear the industry is mm. coming back because, yeah. like, 
You know, it can be easy to get swamped by the bad news of COVID, but like if The Rock and Gal Gadot and Ryan Reynolds are making a movie in Atlanta, a blockbuster, yeah, right. I'm those like three that... teeny little actors. So small. <laughs> so small. <laughs> so small. The but it gives stars. me hope. Yeah. It's like that feels like normal life to go see a movie with those three actors. And I'm like, if they're doing it, Ugh, there's yes. hope. We're going to be okay. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Right. Well, it really is like who you're talking to, right? Like, I remember 100%. we were we were in a sunken place, too. And then I remember talking to Randall Emmett, and, you know, he's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to do a movie with, you know, Bruce Willis and this and that. I'm like, wait, sh- wait, shit's happening again? Mm-hmm. What? Oh, okay. And it's just who you choose yep. to put yourself around yep. and who you choose to listen to. There are going to be the people who are negative about everything, and there are going to be the mm-hmm. people who are forging through, like Hiram said, finding a way and and not letting anybody stop them. You know, and and you know, you can either get on the train or not. But you know, so don't begrudge the people who, um, who found a way because the way is there if someone else found it. Right? That's it's, a great point. That's a quote. Don't yeah. begrudge the people who found a way. I'm writing that down yeah. and putting it somewhere. That's but really good. Thanks, beautiful, guys. Maria. Thanks, it's guys. so yeah. true. It's so true. Instead of like crapping on everyone else for actually doing it, why don't you? Yeah. figure out a way to do it too well like i had like, the realization on. this week that i've been kind of i don't want to do tiktok Ugh, i don't want to do social media i haven't wanted to do social media since after surgery and i realized wait a second like yes and i'm still kind of keeping up with some stuff but barely guys yeah. to be honest and with half a heart um and so i realized wait if i don't jump on board now I'm going to get left behind. And then mm-hmm. I'm going to be that person who's like, well, on my day. And you just, that doesn't cut it. Like, you yeah. can't keep growing yep. if you don't keep growing. Mm-hmm. Right? So if this is the way things are going, you can't just sit over here and just wish that they were still that way. So they're a different way. Let's go the different way and make the most of the different way and find your way within that way. Like, what works for you? What makes you happy in that way? So I realized, oh, I, I can have fun with TikTok. There was a minute where I was doing it and and it was super fun. Yep. And then, you know, I didn't understand how to do a lot of stuff it's on there. And now hard. I learned a few things and I was like, oh, that's how they were doing it. I thought people were spending their entire lives crafting TikToks. So did I. They're actually a lot easier once you know better mm-hmm. than you can do better. So anyway, Dang right. that is that. Um, I'm really glad we got Hiram on the show. How do we get Hiram on the show? Jeff. He's pitched to Jeff, right, Jeff? Someone pitched well, him to us. I, for some reason, I thought you looped him in with their me with their team, Maria. I think it was KP. I need mm. to figure it out, but it was a connection that brought oh, us so together. So that was so cool. So fun. Yeah, um, very exciting. He's so great too. Um, yeah. Well, thank you guys as always for joining us. Like we said earlier, if you hadn't, if you haven't hit subscribe, please do, and click the link tree in my instagram to join us on patreon if you like today's episode check out episode number 30 with bazoma st john she was or is yes she mm-hmm. is the cmo of netflix where red notice will be dropping in 2021 she's a badass and this monday we're going to be featuring new york time best-selling self-help author rachel hollis to talk through how we can work through challenges with grace and resilience in the meantime follow us at H.H. Garcia, 4-1, at Jeffrey Crane Graham, at Kelsmeyer 2, at Better Together with Maria. And remember, be nice people, make good choices, and be present.